This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. Uh, yesterday, the mayoral parade of Horribles appeared before the Chicago Tribune editorial board. Uh, every single one of them, uh, fiscal conservative, as you oh, know. Oh, of course. They are. They're very concerned about the budget, the future of the city. Oh, and real quick, breaking news. Chance the Rapper gave $400,000 to mayoral candidate Amara Enya. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, that allows her to play a little bit. Uh, he's going to have to probably multiply that by five, I mean, if he really wants her to play because she's going to need to get on the airwaves and the mailboxes and a little bit more of a digital presence, I presume. But, hey, but hey you know. every bit it, counts. Well, right. And when it's a race to 15% to make the runoff, you know, surprises are possible. Uh, also, I know a big topic of concern Whatever. for all in attendance was uh, preventing future Ed Burks. Oh, right. Because we care about corruption now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, Tony and, and, and Susie and Billy, Gary. What about Gary? Yeah. yeah. Very, very concerned about never having another Ed Burke darken our door here in the city of Big Shoulders. For more on uh, the big ideas, uh, the forward thinking that was uh, evident before the Tribune's editorial board yesterday. We're pleased to be joined by our friend Kristen McQuarrie. She's a member of said editorial board. Kristen, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. So, um, I mean, where to begin? I know you had to do uh, two panels, right, because of the amount of candidates? Three panels. Oh, three panels. One oh. yesterday, oh, one today, and one on Thursday. Uh, all right, so who uh, give us uh, the uh, lineup for yesterday's panel and uh, – We'd you know, start. yeah, pick pick <laughs> pick anyone and just give us a little bit of a reflection on that candidate. Uh, yesterday, we had Bill Daly, Gary Chico, LaShawn Ford, Willie Wilson and Tony Preckwinkle. Yeah. Uh, so I would say maybe the most combative of the group out of the gate was Representative LaShawn Ford. He's a West Side yeah. state rep who um, sort of went after Bill Daly when Bill Daly's kind of made an assertion that he was a he was a self-made man and he seems surprised <laughs> okay he seems surprised at some of my, I, I just asked questions about voters who might have reservations about putting another daily in office given some of the scandals under under previous daily administrations but um bill daly is running saying you know i'm proud of my family uh, doesn't really deny that his name opened doors for him. Hmm. Um, he, That's a he great concession. The can- yeah. he, he's the only candidate in our group yesterday, and possibly in in all of uh, in all of the candidates who supports putting a constitutional amendment on the ballot to change pensions. He he was sort of the most honest about this um, pension problem that the city faces, which the next mayor in his or her first budget will have to confront. Um, so those are a couple highlights. Willie Wilson, of course, is always entertaining. He wants to lower taxes. He actually mm-hmm. understands that lowering taxes would bring more businesses into the city. Um, he won't release his own tax returns, however, um, even as he talks about all of the other candidates and their various conflicts. Um, and then we, we talked quite a bit about Burke and 
Tony Preckwinkle didn't really want to talk about how Burke's son got hired to a $100,000 gig in the county. Um, but I think there's going to be some more coming out soon on that. Well, what was her demeanor? Because she seems very standoffish lately. She always looks angry. You know, I don't think the Tribune editorial board is her favorite place to be. So she's um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say squirmish. She she is just very abrupt in her in her answering of questions, and she actually was pretty combative back and forth with Willie Wilson. They kept interrupting each other. And um, she was the target of a lot of the criticism because she's considered a front runner. Well, good on Willie and LaShawn for uh, not just sitting there and listening to those to uh, regurgitate their talking points. Um, Bill Daly, obviously the big issue. Did we do we find any common ground of uh, uh, the big issues facing the city, like whether or not to name to rename the Dan Ryan after Barack Obama? <laughs> that didn't come up. Um, hmm. He, he has kind of thrown, you know, the commuter tax idea he threw out didn't go over so well. Um, renaming the Dan Ryan, I, I'm not sure that's really going to solve the city's future problems. Hmm. Um, we did talk about <laughs> We did talk about just whether or not this moment of Ed Burke possibly facing an indictment, we, we know it's coming. He just at this point faces a criminal complaint. But whether or not this is a moment for true reshuffling of the council, if we're going to see a city council that actually acts as a check on the executive branch. I don't have high hopes, but there was a lot of talk of, you know, finally removing some of these people who had budget committee and finance committee and replacing them with some of the more transparent or open to transparency aldermen. So we'll see. They, they are being forced to kind of commit to that. Well, speaking of, of aldermen, I mean, Bill Daly wants to reduce the number of aldermen to 15. Did he expound on that and just talk about why he wants to do that and what will save the taxpayers of Chicago? He looks at it, you know, he kind of looks at it as a cost saver. I mean, they each make about $110,000 a year. They have menu money. They have staff. So, I mean, we're talking, if, if it did shrink, a savings of more than a half a, half a million dollars. But in his mind, it kind of eliminates this feudal system where it worked 50 years ago because aldermen were responsible for everything in their ward, garbage removal, um, tree removal. And that has that system has been more centralized now with 311, and, and you, you don't need as many aldermen as, as you did before. But face it, they would have to decide to do that. It's, it's a pipe dream. It sounds sounds good. It's popular among voters, but I just I don't see the council agreeing to shrink itself. What about uh, replacing them all with those uh, automated order takers like they have at McDonald's now, replacing the cashiers, and you just pay, you know, you just put your money in, and then you, you get your order. So I mean, that's what you do with the alderman anyway. You put your money in, and then you get your permit, or you get whatever you need, or you get that garbage can delivered, or whatever it is you need. Is, has anybody proposed that? You know, I think a kiosk system would be something that maybe Chicago Party would get behind. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, is I he going to raise that issue with her? Which is panel she, is she on? Yeah, which one? Miss? She. We're hoping she comes on Thursday. Really? Um, she's she's a little <laughs> nervous about coming. She's already sent me a couple emails, like what shoes should she wear mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, how long is it going to take? Because she has an appointment, I think, at the Billy Goat afterwards. So we're still we're still working on it. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah. So who is next? And then uh, who is coming in? 
Okay, so today we have Paul Vallis, okay. Susanna Mendoza, Dorothy Brown, Bob Fioretti, and John Cosler, who is this candidate from Bridgeport who's run twice for Alderman. He's very young, um, pretty outspoken, but in, we tried to, if you get on the ballot, we invite you in, and he's on the ballot. What about uh, what about uh, Tiny Dancer? Um, is he going to be there at all to just provide you know facilitation to ease the transition as uh, he uh, sets up the next mayor for success? No, you know we had our farewell uh, meeting with him maybe a week or so ago, oh. Oh. and you know it was shortly after he announced his support also for a constitutional amendment for pensions. But we haven't heard anything since. Mm. So he's kind of on this farewell tour of here are all the changes we need to make as I walk out the door. Um, but so far, he's he's really sort of been in the background on all of these campaigns. I'm told he, he pro you know, you would see a lot more money funneling to one or two of them if he was firmly behind someone. But his biggest concern, of course, is he doesn't want to be replaced by someone who's going to then undo his accomplishments or trash him. That's, that's our history here is you come in and you don't badmouth the person before you so he would get behind whoever <laughs> you see out there now i'd do his accomplishments really what do, what accomplishments? i'd do his accomplishments that would take a, a hot second yeah. so did you learn anything from anyone yesterday that you want to share with us or was it the same old same old you know the, i wouldn't say it was you, you do get a sense when they're in the room as to who would be ready to kind of take this ship over on day one in None whatever form that takes yeah, <laughs> um and i can't i don't want to say too much about what our impressions were but you do get a sense of that and you do get a sense of who is just really not ready and this is probably not a race they should have jumped into um maybe at this point all right so Names? that knocks that knocks out that knocks out preckwinkle daily uh, uh, chico. chico yeah i think we're down to willie and chicago's party ant based on that standard Here's a question for you, though, because um, I know that all the candidates uh, that are appearing before you are fiscal conservatives, so stipulated. No question about that. They're also education reformers. And so uh, I, I don't know if uh, this would come up, but uh, with the L.A. teacher strike, this has provided the occasion for the Chicago Teachers Union, the Red Brigades, to uh, start rattling their sabers. Uh, and they're already uh, talking about what they want. For their next contract, uh, the current one expires June 30, so right around the corner. Yeah, they want your uh, standard, uh, fair, 5% uh, pay increase, uh, increased staffing, reduced class sizes, social demands like guaranteeing sanctuary status for undocumented students, increased availability of affordable housing citywide. Not sure what that has to do with education. but uh, So uh, that, that's kind of sort of thing there. Class sizes capped at 24. Counselor for every 250 students got to staff up at CPS, a little little understaffed there. And so, uh, you know, financing CPS and, oh, I don't know, the $8 billion debt load they're carrying and so on and so forth, uh, the quality of schooling that's available at the neighborhood schools while we've got a moratorium on uh, charters there. Uh, any of that part of uh, the discussion among the education reformers, the first panel of education reformers? Uh, we touched on it, but we didn't we didn't get much beyond elected versus appointed school board, which, as you know, is just kind of touching around the edges. We are going to get into that more deeply today because we have Paul Vallison. I wondered when I watched the press conference um, or read about it, which was actually after our meeting yesterday, when one, someone is quoted as saying, you know, we're going to tax, we're going to tax rich people in yeah. order to make all these demands happen. I just wonder if that also applies to Jesse Sharkey, 
the president of CTU, who I understand lives in a home on the lake, which is at various times valued over a million dollars and has married into a very wealthy um, capitalist family. I'm just wondering if it applies to him. We'll see. So it's a fair question. Um, I wonder uh, as well in the conversation about uh, CPS, I mean, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, 85 percent minority children. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if we're supposed to not care or we're supposed to say that all of the minorities who are in public offices in the city and the county have got it covered. I'm not sure which position we're supposed to take. I need some instruction on that. But there seems to be this uh, running sex abuse scandal and cover oh, up that thing? Uh, over at least the last oh. decade per your paper's investigations on the topic. And I wonder if uh, you know, anybody feels like that's an issue that should be addressed by those responsible. It's a question that we continue to raise and we will raise. Um, it is astounding to me that it doesn't get as much um, attention and it's not a daily uh, pounding of, of city officials who, ha who clearly looked the other way, both at CPS and City Hall and the law department. Um, so, I mean, the Tribune is on top of that story and we continue to roll out more um, installments. But that absolutely should be and will be part of the conversation as far as we're concerned um, among the mayoral candidates. Now, I know also we're going to um, expand gambling. That's it. That's everybody's on board for that. We're going to uh, legalize sports betting, legalize marijuana. Well, sports betting. Yeah, that's a right. That's coming. Uh, dope. Right. Got got your dope. Marijuana. Anything else that's illegal at present uh, that uh, anybody wants to legalize uh, for for more revenue for the city? The only the, the, the only latest um, that I heard and a little bit more about yesterday was if you sell a home that's over a million dollars, you're going to get hit with um, an additional fee. So, oh. you know, it's just continually yeah. Um, yeah. bashing wealthy and successful, successful people. But I haven't heard any anything new on those lines. But, yes, all of these candidates are waiting to get a cut of whatever Springfield does. The real issue, though, is none of that. I mean, it's all silly to begin with. It is not structural change. It's not transformative. But also, none of that is going to start flowing to city coffers in time for the for the next mayor to balance their first one, two, or three budgets. So it's really just it, it, it's a non-starter in terms of them talking about how are you going to actually present a balanced budget six months after your sworn in essentially well i can't wait i would love to be a fly on the wall for today dallas susan mendoza dorothy brown and bob fioretti that's going to get uh it's going to get heated well yeah not to mention because dorothy brown's got the solution to that the the budget problem she's oh, that's right. she... the, the naming rights to o'hare midway so you see well sure yeah and and she has a goat business which is just um what? very intriguing goat. so she sells goat meat yeah goat meat. um Mm -hmm. the, goat, the goats that they take from O'Hare to, to graze so the birds don't fly Look, in the plane, we, so we don't need to get into where the goats come from. She, you know, Just don't worry about fattens it. Fattens them up before the kill. Bill, huh? Cur Bill Curtis has his uh, grass-fed beef, and uh, Dorothy Brown has goat her goats. Meat. I mean, I've heard of goat milk and goat cheese. Who wants to eat goat meat? And she's got a lot of all gamey. the questions. Yes, yeah, could you see she makes goat tacos? <laughs> well, and also, also too. I mean, then she can start like a shepherding apprentice program for the young kids, the kids, the, the kids in the urban center there. 
So that's it's nice. all circular. Everything is circular in the city if you haven't figured that out. Well, uh, Kristen, thanks so much for joining that's us. Fun, You've yeah. got sort of an embarrassment of riches over the to yesterday into the next two days with being able to uh, so lucky hold court with all of these uh, dizzying intellects. So uh, you know, enjoy the next two days and uh, the last uh, you know forty days of this election and the last six months of the city of Chicago's existence or so. It's very entertaining. Kristen McQuarrie, Chicago Tribune Editorial Board member. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're the best. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. Before you see it on TV, share it on Facebook or read about it in the paper. Hear it here first. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560. The Answer.